The Patriots get set for a huge matchup against the Jets, while the Celtics and Bruins are the best in the NBA and NHL, respectively. I am Chris Ryan. This is the Press Pass. For the Patriots with a 5-4 and four record, this Jets game is a must-win. There's only so many teams going to get out of the AFC East and be playoff teams, and the Patriots need to overtake the Jets. This is their opportunity, and this is a playoff-caliber game against a Jets football team. Plus, the Patriots coming off the bye week, some time to prepare and also to make some adjustments to an offense that has been stagnant as of late, and in particular, against the Indianapolis Colts. Earlier this week, I talked with Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. Morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, Chris. Obviously, you know, three games condensed here in 12 days, the bye week as well. How does that affect, you know, preparation going into, obviously, the Jets game in a short week against the Vikings? Do you find yourself kind of cramming, or is the focus specifically on the Jets? Uh, well, yeah, we'll have to, again, manage our time the best that we can. We know what the schedule is, and, and uh Certainly, the Jets are highest priority, but we have to be ready for the rest of the schedule as well. And so, you know, we have different people in the organization working on different things. So, uh, hopefully, we'll be pretty prepared for, uh, you know, each of our opponents the remainder of the season. But Jets are, are a big priority right now. And did you get a chance to, to catch the Bills-Vikings game yesterday? And obviously, there are a lot of things in that game which stood out. Um, what did you see there, and do you make a priority of watching a game like that, obviously, with those two opponents coming up? Uh, yeah, I saw some of that, but really uh, our focus is on the Jets right now, and so we'll we'll, we'll certainly dig into our remaining opponents, but uh, you know, right now it's, it's the Jets. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Here is Damian Harris on the Jets game. So, Damian, looking at the Jets, what do you see when it comes to their defense, particularly that front seven? Um, yeah, you know, it's a great defense, um, you know, that plays well across the board. Um, they got guys that play hard, um, give a lot of great effort, run, chase the ball, you know, do everything you would want a defense to do. So, you know, they got great players, um, they're coached well, and they got a great scheme. So, you know, they do a lot of things that present a lot of challenges for, for offenses. But, you know, it's all about, you know, we believe it's just about us and, if we go out there and we execute and do what we're supposed to do, we feel like you know, we'll have a chance to go out there and have success on Sunday. Obviously, you think of the Jets and you think of physicality, and this group likes to think of itself and is a physical group as mm-hmm. well. How do you go about you know, imposing your will, particularly as a physical player yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, just playing the way that we're capable of playing. Um, you know, we, take, we just want to take that mentality and just go out there and play to it. Um, and you know, it's got to be all 11 guys on the field at the same time, and it's got to be playing and play out. You know, it can't be a couple plays here, and then we take a play off there, and you know, a play here and a play there. You know, we got to play physical, we got to play consistent, um, we got to do all the things that we need to do in order to have success, and we got to do it play after play after play. That seems to be the theme going into the bye week, and actually coming out of the bye week is the consistency factor, first and second down, more positive yards. Mm-hmm. What? How do you go about it? You know. You've talked about it. Now implementing it. Um, it's just about execution. Um, you know, we prepare all week and you know, we put together a great game plan to go out there and have success. And then, you know, we just got to go out there on Sunday and execute it. Um, you know, we know what type of game this is. We know this team. Um, you know, it's not going to be like it was the first game. You know, there definitely be things that happen differently and, you know, things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's two teams that know each other, two physical teams, two tough teams um, in a tough divisional game. So, you know, it's about going out there and executing. Like I said, just playing hard, all 11 guys on the field, 
um, and just doing that, you know, for 60 minutes. Is this game going to have kind of a playoff type feel, you think, with what's at stake, two divisional opponents, and both teams knowing that, hey, there's only going to be so many teams in the AFC East that are going to make the playoffs? Um, it's just the next game for us. Um, you know, we're not worried about what's going to happen in the playoffs and further down the road. Um, you know, we just got to take it one game at a time, and, you know, we want to finish this week 1-0. Final thing, obviously the game was just a couple weeks ago. What do you take from that in terms of kind of getting an understanding of who they are as an opponent? Because you can see certain things on film, you can scheme and all that, but when you know how a guy's going to hit you or you know where <laughs> things are going to be, like that's a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when you're familiar with a team like we are with the Jets and vice versa, um, you know, you get a pretty good feel of you know how they're going to call the game, you know, what we're what they're going to do, what we can expect, and you know what you can expect from each player individually. Um, so again, you know, it's just about going out there and executing. Um, you know, I've said it. Um, you know, we know them. We have a good idea of what they're going to do. Like I said, there'll be some some switch ups, some change ups, and some things that you know happen differently on the field. Um, but they know us as well, and you know they might have think they have a good idea of what we're going to do. And you know, it's just about who's going to go out there and execute the best, who's going to perform the best, and um, you know that's going to be the team that comes out with a win. Interesting to see what Harris's usage is in this game because Ramondre Stevenson has stepped up and seems to be on the verge of stardom in the National Football League. In what ways do you think you've become better in the passing game this year as compared to last year? Uh, just reading the defenses. That is very simple. Just reading the defense, just knowing what the defense is going to do before they do it. Do you feel that there's been any sort of adaptation for you on a, kind of when it comes to catching the football as well? Like, do you feel like you've evolved, become more comfortable there, or is it just more of the anticipatory side of things? Yeah, it's just the other part of it. I've always been uh, able to catch the ball like well, so it was just the. Uh, Really just the other parts of, it, of the passing game that I had to hone down on. Just, like I said, running routes. Uh, I needed to learn how to run routes just in running it off the uh, defenders. And how do you kind of view yourself as, a, you know, obviously your position is a running back, but it feels like you have a skill set that's kind of beyond what the traditional running back is, kind of being a plus rusher and also a plus passer as well. Get into blocking a little bit after this, but it, how do you view yourself from a, from a football player standpoint? Uh, I would say versatile, and I feel like that's what this game is coming to. So just to be versatile in the backfield is, is big. And you have this physicality when it comes to obviously the passing game and the running game, but how about blocking? What, how do you view your responsibilities when it comes to, to that? Uh, yeah, that's that falls in the passing game too, just uh, knowing what the defense is going to do before they do it and just knowing who could blitz, who can't blitz, and just, just being ready for the blitz. Yeah, big game. And the guys are talking about like you playing at an elite level right now. Do you feel that? Do you feel like you've kind of taken steps forward in terms of the type of NFL player you want to be? That's rat poison. That's rat poison. I'm, I'm always trying to get better. Here's Patriots running back coach Vinny Sanceri on Stevenson. Hey, Vinny, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Chris? Good. Um, wanted to get your take on you know Mondre behind the scenes, where guys will talk about him being, you know, very quiet but very competitive uh who is he in the in the room and if, do you have any stories or anecdotes that um you know, lend to who he is you know i don't have any stories uh Ramondre's a great kid he is extremely competitive um any situation he wants to win and i think that's something that every single great football player needs to have to be good in this league um there's a lot of guys that are the exact same not just in my room, but on the football team and across the NFL. But yeah, you have to be competitive and you have to want to win in every situation or you'll get exposed. And uh, he's not, he doesn't talk the most, but he listens to everything that every single coach ever says. He's extremely coachable and uh, he's, a, he's just a pleasure to have in the room.
I love, I love coaching the kid. And you know, Mike was asking obviously about his growth. Have you seen, you know, more growth in the passing game or in the, uh, in the running game or has it been kind of um, simultaneous? I think it's been simultaneous. Um, growth in the passing game always comes with experience because the, the more you're uh, exposed to it, the more you learn um, protections, the more you learn coverages, the more you learn how to run your routes. Everything comes with experience. So the more you run certain routes, the better you get a feel for it and how you need to run your route based off leverage and coverage that you're being matched against. Uh, in the running game, he's always been very, very good at that. It's just a natural feel for him. But his understandings with the help of Damien, um, with fronts and how the blocks should be blocked and how it should look up front and his anticipation on where the ball should go um, also has improved this year too. So I think he's worked extremely hard. He worked hard in the off season. He's worked hard in training camp. He's worked hard during the season and he continues to work hard every single day. And uh, that's really the example of my room. Everybody works extremely hard every single day. And I think that's, that's a good thing. It's a, it's a competitive room. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. On the defensive side of the football, Kyle Duggar has stepped up and he appears to be on the verge of stardom. Hey Kyle, how are you? Yeah, you. Awesome. Um, wanted to talk a little about the speed and athleticism of this defense, where that was obviously a key for you guys going into the season to be a little faster, a little uh, more athletic, have a little more depth as well. How do you see that playing out so far? And we focus obviously a lot on the stars of this of this defense with the numbers they're putting up. But how do you feel the depth has has played out? Um, I think it's played out well. Um, obviously, we have. Uh, a lot of the DBs on the field uh, at one time in a lot of situations and every position we have speed. So um, it definitely helps um, in, in a lot of ways. So, I mean, I don't think it, I think it's kind of self-explanatory. Just you can play faster. You can kind of, you know, make things easier for, for each level. Um, you, plays. you talked about the veteran influence as well. Do you think you'd be where you are in your development without having Dev and AP to lean on? Nah, um, I don't. Um, definitely super appreciative of everything they continue to, to bring um, to that to that room in general um, and, and what they've done for me um, as a player and just kind of hearing them, watching them um, every day, seeing what it looks like um, to play and be successful in this league has been huge for me. So, no, nah, I don't think I would be. Here's Patriots safeties coach Brian Belichick. Hey, Brian, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Wanted to ask you a little about uh, Dev, and obviously he is such an incredibly valuable player for the team in many different ways, but how do you see his, his productivity at 35? Is he as good as he's ever been? Is he able to offset you know, maybe some um, depletion of skill in certain areas with intellect? Like, How do you, how do you see where Dev is at? Uh, I see him you know, as a very productive player for us, and – I have not seen any any drop off um, recently. He's been playing at a high level. Um, he's been, you know, his speed is good. He's tackling well. Um, his coverage is good, and he's, you know, he just continues to work on his craft. Um, and whether you want to frame that as him, you know, working to get better, working to be at the same level, whatever, it's all kind of the same to me. He's working to try to improve every day, and that's um, that's why he's still 
you know, such a good player and has been for a long time. But yeah, of course, his intellect helps him be the good productive player that he is. Um, it's not all physical, but um, that's that's how he's been for a long time. And lucky to coach him. And how would you describe Mikhail Duggar's growth as well as a person came in, you know, kind of kind of raw and making a big jump, obviously, from where he was in college to the pro game. Um, what have you seen from him over the last three years and how much has it benefited him to have you know, Dev, Dev's brain and, uh, and AP's brain to, to get him to where he needs to go? It's great. Uh, I think he, he did come into a good situation in the room where he could learn from guys like Devin and AP. Um, and, you know, he, he's always been really smart, hardworking, um, you know, obviously talented, but more so just as a player, as, you know, growing in the NFL, he's always been a smart and hardworking um, guy, Doug has. And that's, you know, that hasn't changed since he's got here and his commitment, you know, every day and every week to um, putting in the work to learn the system, learn the call, um, learn the opposing offense, whatever it is, has been great. Those older guys being in the room has been able to guide him a little more, you know, in the talk, in the meeting room and stuff. Like, what are they looking at? I think to make him a little more effective with his preparation and in turn with his uh, performance on Sunday is just making, you know, confirming some of the ideas he's already had about preparing or playing and adjusting on the field, stuff like that. Um and so that's been great for him. You know, it's always good to get those confirmations or new ideas on how to prepare, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's been excellent. And Doug's done a great job. Sweet. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. So how about the Boston Bruins? We can't even say it's to start the season now. They've played 17 games. They're 15-2 and two and on, obviously, a historic pace. So how have they done it? I talked with Patrice Bergeron about that. Treason winning 14 out of 16 to begin the season. What stands out to you about what this group has been able to do consistently? Well, I think our depth, first and foremost. I think everyone's contributing and, um, you know, playing for the team. I think that's the, the biggest thing right now. Uh, everyone's, as I said, is chipping in and um, playing for each other. And um, it goes a long way when you're able to, to accomplish that as a team. Here's David Krejci. What stood out to you about what this team has done at the beginning of the season? It's obviously very difficult to win any hockey games in this league, but to win 15 of 17, how have you put it all together? Well, obviously we changed a little bit, you know, the coaching staff, right? Um, so, so he put some change in it, and um, we're working on it every day. Uh, we're buying in, and uh, it's paying off. And from the team standpoint, the depth seems to be a big factor. Obviously, you're coming back and you're a part of that added depth this year. But do you feel like that's a big piece as well when you win that many games to have guys that step up each night? Yeah, I think when we're rolling off our lines, then we're a dangerous team. Uh, sometimes we put um, ourselves in a position that we have to kill two penalties in, in a row. So we have to you know, be better in that area to not be in the box that often. Because I feel like once we're yeah, once we're rolling off the lines, then um, we're pretty dangerous. Is there a feeling of kind of like the last dance for for you and Bergie no, I don't and Marshall? Know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah but is there now. is there a feeling of, of that at all though? That you know, you guys want to accomplish something? We obviously want to accomplish something. Yeah, um, wouldn't call it last dance or anything. It's just 
we're here now and uh, we're doing our best. Bruins take on the Blackhawks tonight at 7 o'clock inside TD Garden. They are undefeated currently at home. I talked with Bruins defenseman Charlie McAvoy. Obviously, this team is off to a really special. I don't think it's even a start anymore to, to the season. What has kind of fueled that in your view? Um, tough to say. Like I don't. So many things. I think our depth is really showing itself and coming through in big times. Uh, I mean, I think you know, like any good team, we're we're opportunistic. I think when we get chances, we don't need that many to, in order to, to put them in the back of the net. And, you know, a lot of that is confidence, um, you know, puck luck. But uh, we're making the most of our chances. And I think, you know, on any given night, you know, I mean, we, we look at it after what the chances are. And, you know, oftentimes these games are tight and they're decided by, by finishing those chances. So um, we've been doing that. And, and obviously we've been defending really well and that you know as a team collectively but it really goes to our goalies our goalies are playing outstanding right now and and they're keeping us in every game is it still a start or do you feel like this is kind of who this team is at this point i don't think 17 games is a start i think we're almost a quarter of the way in now and and we're just sort of you know, identifying what, what we need to get better at. So, I mean, I guess you can say, obviously, it is, you know, it is the first quarter of the season. I think your start's probably like your first 10 games, right. I'd say. But but for as good as we're playing, we come in here and identify all these things that we need to improve on and we need to get better at. And where you are right now is, you know, n- the object is to not not be – you know how we are now obviously when it comes to the playoffs we want to be we want to be a much better version of ourselves when we're rounding into you know absolute you know our our, our best um but right now our foundation that we're setting has been been really really strong yeah that's the challenge right i mean you don't want to have peaked now you want to continue to to grow and it's clear you're ahead of where the league is at you're playing desperate teams and you're you're beating those teams when they have a lot to gain in those games and still you're consistently having success i want to get back to something you mentioned earlier from the net out where it's but it's Linus and obviously your stallmate here uh hampus lindholm has had a huge impact on the success of this team um what when you think about that is is there still you know a, a feeling of the fact that it is from the net out that this, where this team is having its its success yeah i mean i think you kind of hear it like you talk about building a team right you start with the goalie and then you go to the d and then you work your way out from from there and but everybody focuses on the forwards yeah certainly yeah of course and that and that is really you know truly the you know the glory of the game i guess you know the the goal scoring and assists but but i think our d is our d has been probably the bright spot of of the team you know lindy steps up cliffy steps up Grizzy comes back and, and plays great right away. I mean, everybody who's been a part of it has has their hands all over this and, and why the record is what it is. And these chances, these opportunities are made from transition. They're made from, from good defense, you know, turning defense into offense, and that starts with the D. And these guys, man, just watching them play, like they, they've been outstanding. And... Now it's my turn to get back and and, and you know be, be a part of it. Yeah, I wanted to ask about where you're at, but first, what does Hampus mean you know for you as you guys are kind of a one A and one B in terms of top tier defensemen, having arguably the best defenseman in the National Hockey right now on this roster. You're going to play together sometimes, but what does it do for you knowing that he's here as as well from a psychological and also performance standpoint? Yeah, I mean, I think we just, I mean, hopefully 
vice versa, just bringing out the best in each other. And, you know, he's he's an outstanding defenseman. And, and when we picked him up, it was like, I don't know, I couldn't. It was hard to kind of grasp, like, what really we just got. You know, right. I think a lot of people knew yeah. how good he was. We had played them earlier in the year, and he just right away was jumping off the page in Anaheim. He played outstanding, and I'm like, man, this guy is a player. He's all the way out there. We're all the way out here. Didn't really know too much. Um, and then he gets in the room, and you're like, man, this guy can play. And obviously, we, you know, it was an outstanding job by management, and we lock him up. And to know that me and him are going to be here for you know the next eight years together, side by side, I think, I think one, it obviously improves our depth tremendously. But then two, a little bit of shouldering that stuff, you know, shouldering some of that load to him and me. I think it really does mean a lot. Um, you know, in terms of when we get to the to the finish line at the end, um, you know, if we're able to sort of piggyback each other throughout the regular season, and that's all the D involved. That's not just us two. Then, then there could be a certain element of you know freshness mm-hmm. when you when you get to the playoffs, where you know then maybe you can load a ton of those minutes, but but you don't have to do it in the regular season if that makes any sense. Yeah, final thing, I just wanted to get a sense of where you're at coming back. As you mentioned, you're still kind of gearing up to, to where you want to be. What is you know, your sense as to where you are as compared to who you want to be. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, four, four games in now. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely some things I really like. Um, getting confidence back and skating, conditioning, all those things are coming. And then, um, you know, there's things just like all times where you want to clean up. Uh, so there's, you know, there's, there's a lot. Uh, but I, I feel like the trajectory is great and, you know, I just want to keep getting better and keep getting into form. So the Celtics, not to be undone, have the best record in the NBA coming off last night's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Jason Tatum has been phenomenal. The top scorers in the league, around 32 points per game. And one of the areas he has really stepped up when it comes to drawing fouls and getting to the free throw line, which I see is kind of being the final piece of putting together everything he needs to be to be an elite scorer. Jason, on the offensive side of things, did you feel like the free throw piece was kind of the last you know, piece of the puzzle, so to speak, in, in terms of getting the, getting the calls and getting the line consistently when it comes to the different aspects of your offensive game? Last piece. Of terms of, like, putting it all together, uh, you know, dealing with double teams, obviously, and, and, uh, and so forth, but at, that was just the last piece for you of becoming that superstar. Uh, I mean, last piece kind of sounds like I got it figured out, um, and I, you know, far from that, you know, still only 24, but um, just trying to make the game easier for myself and then, and, you know, ultimately easier for my teammates. So free throws and I think just moving off the ball, you know, trying to be efficient with dribbles. Uh, you know, there's a time and place, you know, when I'm going to go ISO and have to, you know, create for myself. But, you know, this year looking to off ball cuts, back doors, coming off pin downs, you know, even if it's just to draw attention and get, you know, somebody else open. Uh, so, you know, free throws, but just, you know, moving off the ball is just as important, you know, to me. Also talked to the Celtics, Al Horford, about the team start. Al, obviously a lot of you guys have played together before, but is it rare to have a team as connected as you are, you know, on offense in particular, but defense as well this early in the season where it feels like there's, you know, a flow that you generally see kind of later in the season? Uh, yeah, I believe that, you know, that last year, um, that postseason run really helped our group. Uh, come together even more, and uh, we we have an understanding with one another, um, and and how we want to play and the things that we want to do, and I feel like it's it's a carryover, but you know we wanted to 
we want to continue to improve. And, and game by game this year, um, you know, I feel like Coach has done a good job of, of really making it clear for us and the things that he wants us to work on. Um, and, and guys are going out there and we're executing it. So that, that's, you know, it's a really good sign for us.